bringing it home with Sarah and Tennille. Sarah. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. I sent you an email. Did you get it? <laughs> Funny that you asked, because <laughs> did you know that this week, the second full week of June is National Email Week. I did not know there was a National Email Week. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> it's funny the things we learn while we're home, working from home during that quarantine. Yeah, we got time to figure <laughs> out everything that's going on. Yes. But no, it's really, I thought we should talk about this today because you and I both know how our email load went through the roof when we started working from home. Yes. So other people probably are dealing with that too because that came one became one of our main modes of communication. Right. While we were not at the office. And some of us are still not back full time. Right. So I've got some statistics for you that kind of blow my mind, okay? Okay. In last year, in twenty nineteen. Oh, that sounds like forever ago. <laughs> That's so last year. But, <laughs> so in twenty nineteen this is crazy. 293 billion, like with a B, billion hmm. emails were sent every day. Every day. Every day. There were days that I feel like I got a bulk of those. I'll just be honest yes. for some days. You got at least one billion of them, yeah. right? <laughs> I know. And just, I mean, can you imagine what the numbers will be for 2020? Because so no. many people have been working from home uh -uh. and the email rate has gone up we're probably gonna double that i don't know it's gonna be a lot but i'm like you you know we got really overwhelmed with email there for a while yes so, yes there's no telling so i i just kind of thought it'd be fun to talk about some email etiquette you know we feel like we've we have been emailing for decades literally now wow but we still see mistakes and things all the time yes we do and the so biggest mistake that I see that is the reply all button. Oh my oh goodness. <laughs> Please check before you hit send to make sure you're not replying to all. Unless you truly need to reply to everybody. <laughs> right. Usually you don't. Like 100 people on this email. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, make sure you don't hit that by accident. That is definitely number one on the list. Yes. Also... Make sure you have a professional sounding email address. And most of us working have an email assigned to us through, you know, wherever you work. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, I have a personal email too. Me too. And I'm sure you do. Yes. And we want to make sure that they're professional sounding. This is really important for people, you know, that don't have jobs that are seeking employment. <laughs> you know. You're filling out job applications and the email is beerlover31. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know. I don't maybe know. Maybe need to rethink that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know, that. not saying you can't have that one, but maybe it's time to create a professional one or that at least has your name or something in it, you know? And, you know, if you've had your email address for quite a while, maybe you've had the same one since you were 19 uh, and now you're 35, you might need to, I guess, revisit it, huh? I think so. I mean, I often think about that because my personal email, I don't even check that regularly, so... Mm-hmm. It may be time for me to even to revamp. It, it could. Yeah, we might <laughs> want to check sure that you out. Have a professional sounding email address. 
you know, one thing that's important about an email is the subject line. Uh, first of all, don't leave it blank. Second of all, make sure that the subject line actually says what the email is about. I don't know. That's a pet peeve of mine. Um, you know, give the person a heads up. What are they getting ready to open? Yes. And it may be something too, like what I do, you know, I keep emails and sometimes then when I have a time, I go through and put them in folders Mm -hmm. and that helps me. Okay. If I see, you know, whatever here, okay. That goes in my nutrition folder, whatever. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. We we need a subject line. And also, you know, only include your full signature with your company logo and all of your accolades only if it's necessary because that gets to be really wordy. (laughs) <laughs> at the bottom of your email and I mean you know just put what's necessary your contact information things like that yeah well I mean you want to brag on <laughs> your accomplishments and, and add yeah. all of your you know but if it's 15 lines long you may need to cut <laughs> that down <laughs> you know I agree. company logo you want to have your branding out there so when people see that they think of you yeah you know, and and if you're going back and forth with the same person three or four times, you don't have to have it on there every time you reply to them. No, because if you ever printed one of those emails, oh like my three goodness. pages of it is that. Yes, yes, <laughs> you're right. So we don't need to have all of that. Now, Business Insider gave us a recommendation, and they are reminding us to use professional greetings. Now, there's some stuff they advise against. Now, just humor me on this. Business Insider says, don't start a message with, hey, y'all, don't start with, hi, guys, or don't start with, yo. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I've they they said this. I've never started a conversation in my life with that. I don't think. <laughs> they said this. Now, have you ever started an email with any of these greetings? Tanelle, you know I have. <laughs> How many times about emailed, you know, like our little group that we work together yeah. with, and they're like, hey, y'all. <laughs> I guess, though, I don't do that, though, when I'm sending out emails to um, professional organizations or, you know, if I'm wa- working with people I don't know as well. But if it's our little group at work that we do programming together, I guess I feel more comfortable well, well, I mean, I yeah. may start the email with yo if it's, your, well, no, I've never started an email with yo, <laughs> and I've never received an email that started with yo, by the way. I would think the person was hacked, but, um, you know, th- th- we need to be professional with those greetings. And another thing Business Insider says is avoid the use of nicknames. So, okay. so if his name is Benjamin, you should say, hi, Benjamin, instead of hello, Ben. You know, don't don't be That's so true. familiar. Now, unless you know him on that level. Now, if you know him on that level, that's one thing. Otherwise, you need to use his his full name. That's true because that that may be what they go by as well, and they don't appreciate the nickname. So right, like you don't know me like that. Don't call me that. Right, I'm with you. <laughs> so another thing we want to avoid too when you're emailing is to chill with the exclamation point. <sighs> You know, every sentence doesn't need to end with that. And you also don't need to have three or four. Just because you're excited about it doesn't mean that. (laughs) That everybody else is. (laughs) Right. And I also don't think it looks very professional. Can I still do it in my text messages? Yes. Okay. You can hey y'all me and multiple exclamation points. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good. I like exclamation points. If you're emailing your supervisor, you probably need to refrain from that. (laughs) 
Oh, he knows me. He knows I'm excited if I start going crazy with the exclamation marks. But uh, okay. I- I'll try to do better with that. And I do actually <laughs> look back over the message and change some of them to periods. So. <laughs> right, right. No, that's smart. I try to calm it down a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, being humorous in an email uh, doesn't always come across the same way that it does face to face. You know, jokes don't always translate well on the screen. Very true. So we might want to leave the jokes out of our professional emails because you can't see the body language. And body language is so important when you're trying to be funny and they just may not get it by reading it. So that's true. And people read things differently than you type them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same with text messages, you know. Yes. Sometimes you could just simply be replying no, and the person reading it takes it in an aggressive form or, you know. Mm-hmm. So you need to think about that in your emails, too. Yes, definitely. Another biggie, guys, that we need to make sure we're doing is to type your message first and then go add um, the addresses so that you make sure you don't accidentally send before you're done. You know, I have started doing that uh, more. You know, just go ahead and type the message. Is that what you're saying? And then add the two, the addresses in the two section. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because, you know, you may accidentally hit send, which I've done with text messaging before. Accidentally hit send and I wasn't done yet. Or I didn't have to, I hadn't gone back and, because when I start typing on my text, I don't always spell things right. And I'll go back and you know, need to go back and check that. Same with email. You want to read through your message and make sure what you're saying, you know, comes across right. If your spelling is correct and then add your addresses. Mm, Yeah, that's a good practice. That's a really good practice. Another thing that I've started doing is adding my attachments at the beginning of my message. Before I even type anything, I go ahead and put my attachments on. That way I don't accidentally send it without the attachments, then have to send a whoops message. Sorry, here's the attachment. And we've all done that. Oh, of course we have. And been like, oh, can I get the attachment now? Yeah, and I'm sure I'll do it again in the future, but I'm trying to do better with that. And I do that by doing the attachment first. Right. You know, another thing we need to do, and, and, and I, I need to work on this, um, reply to all your emails, even if it takes longer than usual, just apologize, Yeah. you know, and even if you got it by mistake, because that person thinks that it went to the right person and that person's just not responding to them. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're going to be on vacation or, you know, out for whatever reason for a period of time, it's always a good idea to uh, do an uh, auto reply so that people will know you know, why you haven't responded back or, hey, oh, they're out of the office this week. I'll I'll check back with them next week. Yeah, I think that's a good practice, Uh, especially the one you said about if you get the message by accident, reply to the person and say, hey, I'm not sure. Well, there I go with, hey, I can't say, hey, because that's (laughs) unprofessional. Hello. um, I'm not sure this email was meant for me. Um, That way they'll know it didn't reach whoever they were trying to send it to. Yeah, that's just, just courteous. Com- it's just a courtesy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, proofreading right. again is important so that you don't get embarrassed. Spell check doesn't catch everything, and then sometimes you—it's actually a word. It's not the word you meant to use, but spell check doesn't catch it because it's a real word. 
So just exactly. proofreading. And I have a habit of proofreading things out loud. You don't have to do it loudly. <laughs> just, uh, you know, uh, many <laughs> you times. You want to make sure it sounds right. Yeah, you can catch your mistakes better and more easily if you read them out loud. I agree. Yep. And, you know, on your emails, try to keep your colors and fonts basic because everybody doesn't have the vision that you have. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want anybody that might get this email to be able to easily read the content. Yeah, I, you know, all the fancy fonts. Gosh, but there are so many fonts available. Yeah. And it's so cute. It's fun. They're so know. swirly and curly. So just be careful with that. Definitely. And, and you know, Sarah, and this is just common knowledge and we know this, but we only want to email things that we would repeat out loud if it came down to it. Because oh, once an email is sent, <laughs> it's gone. It's out of your control. Yeah. You can't like creep back on the World Wide mm -hmm. Web and get it back. <laughs> no, it's just like a social media post. Once it's there, it's there. So that's exactly right. That's why we want to, you know, think through emails. It's best not to compose emails when you're feeling frustrated or angry or any of those things um, because it's it's permanent. Yep. So, you know, give yourself some time to cool down. And then, you know, it's better too if it's something that you feel emotional about just to pick up the phone later and call. Yeah. Don't yeah. get into an email back and forth about it. Yes, definitely. Or text for that matter. So, you know, it's good to talk about these things because it's stuff we do all the time, but we don't often consider, you know, maybe the professionalism that we need to keep it at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially for those that are new to the workforce or trying to get into the workforce, you know, because email is going to be part of your career no matter what job you do. Yes. And we want to be professional all the time. So we're going to leave this time for everybody to go and check their personal email address and make sure it's appropriate. And if it's not, you can go ahead and update it uh, since it's, what is this, National Email Week? This is a good time for you to <laughs> get, get, a, get a mature sounding email address. whole week designated to it. <laughs> <laughs> you can take care of all these things this week. So thank you all for tuning in. And in the words of Mr. Bob Marley, now he didn't have to worry about all this email stuff. No, he did not. <laughs> he sure didn't. No, but we knew. But he would want us to live the life we love. I love the life we live. Take care. <laughs>